welcome to Bring Your Own, a catch-all bookish most of the time podcast. I'm Brandy. I'm Kendra. I'm Kayla. Today we have a very special guest. We have Miss Elsie Silver on the podcast. Woo! We're so, so excited. Uh, Elsie is a Canadian romance author who currently lives just outside of Vancouver, British Columbia with her husband, son, and three dogs. Love Vancouver. Gorgeous place. Um, she's been reading romance before she was probably supposed to and has never stopped. She writes steamy small town romances with dirty talking alpha heroes that we love and we'll talk a lot about <laughs> and strong heroines who we also love who clap back. Uh, each of her books are a little bit different but still always feature real characters with real problems. Scenes that make you blush and stories that always, always end happily ever after. Welcome Elsie. Yay. We're so Yay. excited. Thank you for having me. We're so excited. Oh my goodness. Awesome. (laughs) Super fun. But before we jump in, ladies, what are we reading? What are we drinking? I'll go first. Um, I am drinking a high noon, which is my favorite seltzer ever. Grapefruit flavor, supremacy. Um, Love it. And I am reading two books right now. On my Kindle, I'm reading um, Meet the Benedettos, which I just started last night by Katie Catugno. It's an arc. It comes out in December. I'm literally only a chapter in, so can't say I don't have an opinion yet. Um, And then I'm listening to Her Good Side by Rebecca Weatherspoon. I started it this morning. I'm already like 60, 70% in. We'll be done with it tonight. And it's so cute. It's her YA debut. It's fantastic. Oh, it's YA. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. It's very cute, though. Fun. Kayla Ann. Uh, just water today. No Coke Zero, you guys. I know. Crazy. Um, and as far as what I'm reading, well, I just finished Hopeless last night. So that was really exciting. Um, but I haven't picked up anything since then. So I don't know. I think I'm going to listen to the audio arc of Better Hate Than Never by Chloe Lease. It's the second book in her Two Wrongs Make a Right series. I don't actually know if that's the series name, but um, probably listen to that one. And I don't know what I'm going to read physically yet. I may have to ask Brandy, Kendra, or Elsie for a recommendation if they have one for me. Yeah, so. of course. I also finished yes. Hopeless yesterday. Um, so well, I did not- too, I want to say. <laughs> <I also did. laughs> um, so I I'm haven't excited. started. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but I haven't started anything physically since then. And I am listening to the audio arc of Caught Up by Liz Tom Ford, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. Uh, And I am drinking uh, Sauvignon Blanc because I had a day at work. So I'm a little wide. What about you, Elsie? Um, Well, it's the middle of the afternoon where I am, so (laughs) I haven't broken into the booze yet. (laughs) But I'm having a Chinoto. I'm sure anybody Italian would not approve of my pronunciation, but it's like that <laughs> bitter orange soda. I don't know. It's from the Italian market here. Um, yes. And I really love that. And I'm actually reading a series right now that isn't romance. <laughs> so I don't know. Are we allowed Whoa. to talk about that? Yeah. 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 Um, it's a, well, I don't know what the actual series is called. I think it's Scythe. It's, but it's by Neil Schusterman and it's kind of a YA na by the end of the three books um like dystopian future it's like my husband read it and he was like you'll love it you'll love it and i do love it the storytelling is amazing um i'm on book three which is the toll 
but it, he was like, there's romance. Like, let me tell you. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But I just was like, babe, you cannot describe this as romance to people. Yeah. Like, there's, like, literally there was a line that was like, when like two parts come together and then it was like fade to black and <laughs> end of the chapter. I was like, are they You're even like, doing it? I'm not totally yeah. sure, but they just held I'm going to yeah. go out on a limb here. Yeah. So anyways, but it's very, very good. <laughs> yeah. My husband would be like, that's spicy. That's spicy. Like, no. That's no, so fun no. that your husband reads. Yes. He's he a big read? reader. Okay, cool. I love Does that. he read romance besides your books? He hasn't read my books. Um, oh, fun. <laughs> but, but he... And he hasn't really read romance. He he does love fantasy though. So um, okay. I got him love to that. read Akatar and mm-hmm. but he and I both have also in a typical in a typical like he doesn't love romance. He hated book two, and I was like, book yeah. two is the best book. The best what one. are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so but he did love the storytelling and and whatever. Okay. So and I think he's gonna read Fourth Wing. So oh, we'll see. Yeah, the same yeah. thing happened with my husband. I had him read the first two Akatar books and he hated the second one. And I was like, my husband was like, nothing is happening. And they keep talking about their mate. And it's really weird. And I was like, but like oh, everything is happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My boyfriend also read the first two. And then he told me he was too bored to read the third one. And I was oh, like, okay. That's crazy. Boo. <laughs> I know. Do, yeah. um, out of curiosity, do you avoid reading? contemporary romance when you're writing I do feel like I get a bit burnt out on it now because I just am constantly thinking about it sure like my own books so then when I try to pick up a contemporary romance it almost feels like work yeah. um mm-hmm. and there's not always but it just depends on like where I am in the writing phase and I'm like almost finished a manuscript right now so I've just I'm like I do read a lot of fantasy or paranormal so yeah and then I've got like my go-to's that I pick up no matter what so yeah i'll read anything though love omg all right well we'll just like dive right into like the main discussion questions we have for you um so to start out we just kind of want you to walk us through your self-publishing journey a lot of people including us three discovered you through chestnut springs but if you don't know that's a spinoff of your first series which was at gold rush ranch so what made you decide to like take the plunge and like start writing and self-publishing and then how has that been different now that you are traditionally published with bloom um okay so i started writing uh, during the pandemic, I was working as an editor before, like for in academic kind of circles. So it was a lot of like masters and PhD students. Um, and so I would do, you know, like a line edit basically. Um, and then, um, of course, when the pandemic hit, academic research was <laughs> kind of stalled out. People weren't yeah. going out into the field. Like, and I was working with um like sociology and education students so they weren't going into schools or you know um um like police police detachments or like whatever to do the research that they were working on so I was at home my husband his work was still going and so or he was like in and out of the office still so 
I was stuck at home with a three-year-old and my mom was like, you've got to do something. You're going to go crazy um, without preschool or whatever. So she was like, you're always reading those like romance books because I have been like a really, really voracious. I was like, before I started writing, I was like that four books a week kind of person. And I, you know, I'd go for a walk with my mom and be like, oh, it was like so good. But like, I wish, I wish this would have happened or that would have happened. Or like, I had all these ideas for how I could build on the stories I was already reading. And so she really gave me the push to write, you know, just something. that. Wow. So I had this like idea in my head and that turned into Off to the Races, um, which is my debut novel. And yeah, I wrote it. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And then I kind of, I don't know, just started researching and seeing what I could do. Lots of Facebook groups and stuff like that. And I was reading a lot of indie romance. So I kind of started to piece it all together and just went from there. Then I got the bug. Like I just was like, okay, I want to release again. I want to like, I just kept going. And it was really, I don't know, it was fun for me. I, I wasn't always sure like... I've done a lot of different jobs and gone to school for a lot of different things. So, but once I started doing this, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, So that was such a good feeling. I've just been, I've been really, really fortunate to kind of have some, some special opportunities, um, you know, with my agent and with Bloom and my UK publisher, Piatkis. And um, it's changed from like kind of straight indie to, to hybrid. And um, yeah. So it's kind of just taken off. (laughs) Yeah. I love that your mom was like the big push for you. That's so cool. Has she read your She was. She has. Yes. (laughs) Cool. My aunt, my, my mother-in-law. Yeah. My my aunt's like, I have it pre-ordered. I'm like, oh, don't tell me anything. (laughs) I love that. We don't talk about them. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, do they have a favorite that you know? Like, I think that my mom loves winter. Yes. Same. So, Same. Yeah, I know. I love me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then I don't know, like my aunt, she just reads them all and she, we don't really talk about it. And then my mother-in-law, I'm not sure who her favorite is. I got her to read Priest and she just still talks about oh, Tyler all the time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Brittany Broski recently talked about your books. On, specifically <laughs> flawless on her podcast that has like millions of listeners did that cause any like waves in your day-to-day uh, did you notice anything different after she talked about it because I was like oh my god she's talking about Elsie did you mess it I got so many messages from people so I like I know now I know who she is and I can like mm. relate it back to like the meme that Kombucha she's kind girl. of like yep. famous yeah for. yeah mm-hmm. um and but I didn't really know and people started tagging me and I was like I don't know like what this is um and I honestly like (laughs) I have this fear of like (laughs) I haven't listened to the podcast so I'm like oh really if somebody if she didn't like it I don't like I will like be like gutted so I just I'm like I'll just pretend I like don't I kind of like live in a bubble sometimes um yeah but yeah, I got a lot of tags from it and definitely people being like, if Brittany loves this, then like, I love it too. So um, oh. it was, it was kind of a cute moment, but. That was um, really cool. Yeah. I, because like, I, I haven't listened to the full podcast either, but I follow her on TikTok and she was reading exclusively fantasy for a very long time and mm-hmm. talking a lot about it. And your book was like the first contemporary romance that she talked about. And I yeah. was like, I was just so pumped because I was like, what an 
amazing place for somebody to start reading contemporary romance, like with flawless, <laughs> oh. like, <laughs> like, yeah, that was really cool. So kind of going back a little bit to when you kind of started doing all this, how did you know that small town was going to be like kind of your niche or did you kind of know that that was going to be your niche? And were there any other romance subgenres that you tried exploring or that you want to explore in the future? I think I, when I first started, I didn't really know like what my niche would be mm-hmm. or like what a niche was even like, I was like, Oh, it's like a romance. Like, what do you mean? So but the stories yeah. in my head were set, you know, like, cause that first series is set on a horse racing mm-hmm. farm. It was like kind of just like naturally a small town romance. And then I feel like I just like really built traction through that series and just felt comfortable there. I love a small town romance. Cause I feel like I can have like, I can have an athlete. I can have a rancher I could have a contractor I could have a billionaire I could have it gives me a lot of wiggle room in a setting that I personally really enjoy so so I do think I'll kind of stick to small town I could see myself doing like I have some ideas for standalones maybe in the future that will be in not such a small town like not necessarily on a ranch right like there's Mm -hmm. like there's some variation so I don't know like I'll read I'll read dark romance. I'll, somebody's like, Elsie, write a mafia romance. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I'm not good at um, those kind of storylines. Yeah. Like, I think that's why I love reading paranormal and stuff because there's always like kind of a suspense line or an adventure line, right? And like my yeah. brain just does not come up with those things. Um, yeah. Is there I just, a big Canadian my brain mafia? Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. Biker gangs. <laughs> yeah. Rana Darling's got the market yeah. cornered there yeah. on Canadian yeah. biker gangs. Canadian biker gangs. I know you're yeah. besties with Catherine Cowles too, and she writes yeah. like suspense, romantic suspense. She does. Uh, like, do you ever see yourself like trickling into that area at all? Or you're like, meh. Well, if Catherine gets her way, then yes. She's I was going to ask if she like. The other day I was like, oh, this conflict. Like I was struggling with the conflict in the book that I'm writing right now. And she was like, just have her get kidnapped. I was <laughs> like, well, it just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work for this storyline. Like it's just out of the blue, she gets kidnapped. Um, I, that's so funny. I got a cup from her at Love in Vegas that says like, what is romance if there's not somebody being kidnapped or something like that? I know, um, right? Perfect. <laughs> Anytime I read an arc, like I, I think it was Fractured Sky, um, which was like the last book in her last I series. And I was book. like, if this poor girl gets kidnapped again, I am going to riot. And she just sent me back like a smiley face. And I was like, oh, nah, this girl's oh been kidnapped like 10 times in one book. Like, give her a break. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I could, I could do that one day for sure. Like just for, sometimes I feel like my brain just like needs something different. So I could see, I could see trying it as, I know, not every time, but um, as like something just for fun. Yeah. Amazing. This is going to sound very American of me, but before I read <laughs> Chestnut Springs, very- I just never associated. I never associated cowboys in Canada. Like that was just never a thing for me. And now I'm like, oh my god, these Calgary Stampede, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. Kendra's I can't tell you where Calgary. Is. Like I said, very American, American education is showing yeah, yeah. right now, Kendra. But I, and especially because like I grew up in Texas, so I'm like I associate it with yeah. that. But I'm just like, oh my god, in Canada, let me go to Canada. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Somebody actually said that to me in another interview the other day. Um, they were like, I didn't know you had cowboys there, and I was like, yeah, we've got like ranching, like you know, dairy farming, like the whole thing. I think that cowboys here are not quite as like. Tw- 
like stereotypical as like a Texas cowboy, for example. Sure. Um, I always say country boys because it's kind of like they're more like just yeah, country boys. Like I don't think there's quite as unless you're at a rodeo, like the big buckles and the hats mm-hmm. and stuff. But but yeah, we've got them, wow. <laughs> and we've got the rodeos. Did you grow up with horses? Um, I grew up. Yeah, I grew up riding like equestrian really competitively so show jumping so kind of like a different a different world I'll probably touch on it I don't know at some point um but I did so like I was in the country and then it would be like oh we'd go to somebody else's farm or like they're you know they're they would have grown up with horses and there would be a you know a ranch next door or we would just for fun go to the rodeo because we liked that stuff. And then we always had the Canadian finals rodeo in the city that I grew up in like once a year. And so cool. we would go to that. Mm-hmm. Rodeo is yeah. a big deal. I grew up in San Antonio and so then in Reckless and you had Theo go to San yeah. Antonio. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know that rodeo. <laughs> I love San Antonio. It's a cool city. So it, it yeah. really is. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all your characters feel so fleshed out and real from like page one can you talk about how you build their personalities and like how you attach certain things to them so like how did you know Cade was going to be like this grumpy man and how did you know Willow was going to be like so wild um like what is your process of building out your characters yeah I like I'm not a big plotter um storyline wise I always feel like I have like certain scenes in mind that I really want to happen or exchanges. Like I have a note section like on my phone and I, anytime I think of something, I'm like typing it in there madly. So I have something to refer back to, but I do plot my characters so that I have a decent idea of how they would react in those situations. And so I will do like there, I'll do, I have a character sheet that I use that talks about, you know, their wounds, their ticks their strengths, their weaknesses. And then I'll even do like a Clifton strengths test or like an Enneagram or like try and do, or like then look up, you know, are they an Aries? And if they are like, what does that mean? And then Mm -hmm. try and flesh out, you know, how do they see themselves and how do other people perceive them? Like things like that. So that I feel like when I go in, I like know the I know the character really well. So yeah, sometimes people are like, this and this and this should have happened. And I'm like, she would never do that. (laughs) I just feel like I talk about them like they're, you know, real people now. They're your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Are any of them an Enneagram 5? Because I'm a 5. I would have to check. I'll email you back. All in a binder. I'm an Enneagram 5 with a wing. What is it? A wing or something? Yeah, a wing. One or something like that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know it super well. I've never heard anybody talk about like taking personality quizzes as their characters. Like that's so fun. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god, yeah, it is fun. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the Gold Ranch Ranch series follows a group of friends and like coworkers, like you said, on the um, horse racing farm um, or training yeah. center rather. And the Chestnut Spring series follows obviously the Eaton family. Both series have such beautiful like platonic relationships and. I was just wondering, like, how is creating these bonds different than creating, like, the romances in the books? Like, how, like you said, you put so much thought into how they would react in those things. Like, how much of, like, their friends and families go into who they are as a character? Yeah, for sure. I actually find sometimes I get a little overwhelmed by it because I'm like, oh, my gosh, we haven't seen, you know, enough of Summer and Rhett in this book. And then I'm, like, trying to, like, you know, fit them in somehow because... 
I don't know. I feel, and that's part of where I think with this series, I like love the text messages at the beginning of the chapters yeah. because, <laughs> because I do, I mean, I, my, my books, I feel like are like heavy on external plot. A lot of it is just like two people going through their everyday lives, falling in love with each other, because that's kind of what I like to read. Mm-hmm. I like it when both the characters are in every chapter. I like if there's too much other stuff and they don't see each other for two chapters, <laughs> I find myself skimming. So I like, you know, I can only write the books that I like to read. So I think the text messages are kind of a way to give you more of like a perspective of what's going on in their life beyond those interactions that I'm showing you on the page. Cause sometimes I find myself, you know, writing about them and then I'm, and then I'm like, this person is so boring. Like if all they do is (laughs) hang out with their boyfriend, like we've all had that friend Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. they just like stop going to anything. So I feel like those scenes with everybody or, you know, Mm -hmm. the girls brunching at Le Pamplemousse or Mm -hmm. the family dinners just kind of, give you a little perspective of how they are in a in a social setting not just in their relationship um which is I think how you like bond with characters too right yes I was looking through my highlights for flawless and heartless and I have so many Willa Summer moments (laughs) highlighted just because like I think their friendship is like really beautiful and in Powerless, when they went to Goldrush Ranch, that that moment or that chapter where mm-hmm. Sloane was with the girls is what made yeah. me bump Goldrush to the top of my TBR. I read Off to the Races immediately <laughs> after finishing Powerless because I was like, I need to know everything about these girls because it was just like such a fun dynamic. Yeah. And honestly, I did that on purpose because so many people will read Chestnut Springs because it's so popular mm-hmm. and then they just won't even touch Gold Rush Ranch. So I was like, you know, if I just drop them in here, maybe people <laughs> yeah. will ask some questions or go looking. But I still get messages probably every week that are like, will you ever do a book for Violet? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. You're like, that is where we started. <laughs> a book for Violet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, I wish Gold Rush Ranch was talked about so much more because the front runner is my like in my top three for you like I love that book I so love much that I yeah. oh my gosh that's yeah, a great one yeah. my favorite of that series is a false start I love that, that. Really too. yeah yes I still need to read it I will not lie I have not touched Gold Rush Ranch yet but the time is coming <laughs> very and soon. that and the audiobooks are coming out too yes the audiobooks are coming yeah mm-hmm. and Alpha is already out yeah I know this is like asking you to pick kind of a favorite child, but <laughs> you have either like a favorite book that you've written or like one that you're really particularly proud of. And then is that the same as like your favorite couple? Do you have a favorite couple? I think that um, Summer and Rhett are my favorite couple. Um, just because I like their dynamic and I like their banter and I like that he's funny and kind of boyish but also Mm -hmm. kind of itchy sometimes that's like my favorite type of hero who's just like a little bit snipey and (laughs) mean maybe but not actually like his internal model or dialogue like Mm -hmm. makes up for it right yeah um and summer's just so like i don't know i love i love summer's to me she's like the perfect balance of like nice and snarky and smart and accomplished and I don't know like I really I put a lot of myself into summer so I'm kind of attached to her um and then I think the book I don't want to say that I'm the most proud of but that I'm probably like the most attached to is Reckless for sure I feel like 
Listen, I'm really competitive. So um, if you ever do a Clifton Strengths test, like my number one strength is competitive, which isn't necessarily with other people so much as with myself, the way that my other strengths Mm. built down. But I feel like with that book, everybody, not everybody, I mean, like, you know, I'm generalizing was like, Mm. I don't like winter. I don't care about Theo. And I hate the pregnancy. Mm. And I was oh, like, and you're like, bet, let's go. Bet. I was yep. like, fine. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I, w- I like, I think I just like, I don't know, wrote that one to like prove that I could. Um, and, you- and I, and I love those characters. Yes. I, honestly, I love that trope. Um, we do same. too. Like, we we are all, all do. big pregnancy girlies. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the secret maybe I actually um, shout out to Corinne Michaels because she helped me like kind of navigate secret baby. I messaged her and was like, was like, people love your secret baby books. Like if you could give me three pointers, what would it be? And she was like, can I call you? I remember you guys having a like a live together talking about that like a while. Yes. I think it was when around when Reckless came out and when her book yeah, I think... Hearts came out or something like that. I remember yeah. watching it and you guys were talking yeah. about that. Yeah, we did. Because yeah. I helped because then she was we were writing those books at the same time. And so then she got stuck on something. And like, then I was like, yes, I can return the favor. So yeah, we, yeah. we got to do a live after this. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you should know that Reckless is all three of our favorite book of yours. It's our top. Yeah. We Yay. love them so much. Yeah. I love them too. Yeah. Like God yeah. tier. Like that book is so Absolutely. Good. Yeah. It'll be probably so much like our fun top writing that book too. Like they always like every book feels different, right? Like some fall mm-hmm. to the page, some feel like they stump me a little bit more, and that's not always because they're like any there's anything wrong with them. It's like even like something emotional for me, or like something that's just like tripping me up a bit. But that one, I just had so much fun writing that book. So yeah, we had such a great that's time so- reading it. Yeah. yeah, we were all together when we started it. We got the arcs while we were on vacation together. Oh, and Kayla that's and so I, like, fun. On our phones, like when we were waiting in line for everything, like, yeah. we were like, ah! <laughs> oh, I so love good. that. Oh my God. And then I had to wait because I didn't get it. And I had to wait like a few weeks. And so they're just teasing me the whole time. Like, can you do So good. And then I devoured it so much. And like, oh, wait, this is actually a really good segue. Okay, so Elsie, I have to tell you something. Okay. Um, ever <laughs> since, ever since okay. I. And I said this on TikTok. Ever since I read, I read Reckless. I cannot look at my thumbs like the same way. Um, and so, and I also always tell people like, you I think are just so good at writing small town. And in a lot of small town books, like you know, the smut is very like it's like even, you know, fits to tone. And I was like, Elsie Silver does not write smut. She writes porn. Like your smut <laughs> is like in such another universe where I'm like oh my god like this is so good and that's why I can't look at my thumbs the same way because I can look Theo so how how do you go about crafting such amazing hot like literally no misses we we talk about yours and sorry this is like a little uncomfortable we talk about your scenes so like they're just so like you you have a gift (laughs) (laughs) like unprompted in our group chat we're like do you guys remember when theo remember yeah remember when kate said this like (laughs) sorry what was the question how do i do it (laughs) Yeah, so like, how do you go about writing your smut scenes? Like, is it fun for you? Is it really technical for you? Um, um, yeah. Do you blush like the rest of us? 
Yeah. No, I um I think I forget who I was talking to about this, and I was like, I think I just kind of black out. Like I have a, a general <laughs> idea of what I'm gonna do, and then sometimes I get in there and I'm like, oh, what if I did this? Like I feel like I just like I like use my I don't know lizard brain or something. <laughs> like, I just, uh, and I, I, I don't ever, like, if I'm writing a sex scene, I write the entire thing that day because, if like, waking up first thing in the morning with, like, a coffee and being, like, <laughs> midway through <laughs> a sex scene, I'm just like, why did I do that to myself? So I've learned that. So You can't leave them unsatisfied. Yeah. No. So I try to yeah. just, like, you know, put the headphones on and work my way through it. And if anything, I like my assistant, she's been with me now for gosh, like two years. And so she saves, she's so funny. She, I got to get her to put a post together. Anytime that I have an idea, I'm like, I'll text her. And she always is like, why do you not even, it's not like, good morning. How are you? Can I get your opinion on something? I'll just be like, do you think it'd be weird if the hero like spits on her pussy and she's like, what? Like, <laughs> I have that's how like, I sold a false yep. start. Or like, I was like, you guys need to read Older Strange right now. I was like, cause I just got to the last book and pussy. I was like, <laughs> that's, that's, exactly, yeah. that's exactly what convinced me to read it. I was like, all right. And so I picked it up. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's just something like, I think, and it's not even always like, I actually often find the actual sex is superfluous to like the lead up like it's yeah. always like the little things before that I think are hotter than the actual yeah, the tension mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so but yeah so she's got a whole bunch of those um <laughs> and you get there's one from hopeless that like would it be hot if is it the bathtub and, yeah I'm not gonna say it in case but I'm like would it would it be hot or, or just weird. And she was like, well, it kind of sounds weird, but I feel like you could probably pull it off. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave it then. Because I, like, my brain just went there. I didn't plan it. I finished it. And then I was like, hmm, I don't know. And then I sent it to her because she reads as I go. And she was like, yeah, it definitely wasn't weird. So... I've seen a lot of like posts of people like being like the bathtub scene, the bathtub scene <laughs> on Instagram too. Yeah, so no, fun. we all we all read that scene and immediately texted one another and was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like really? our jaw was on the ground. Yeah, so I don't I don't know if I have like a method to my madness. I just well, whatever well, you're doing is working. Yeah, we thank you <laughs> for your service. It's so good. Yeah, I think we all also agree that when we were reading Reckless and you didn't like when. Theo and Winter were, I mean, small spoiler, if you haven't, if you haven't read Reckless, I don't know what you're doing. What are you doing? But yeah, um, when they first were talking in the bar, Theo and Winter, and then they go together, and then it's like, we don't see that. And I was about to be like, <laughs> like nah! I, was gonna be, I was about to be so mad if we didn't get to see that, but we did. And it was oh the best thing ever. Now can yeah. I get her thumbs? Okay. Like, yeah. And while we're here, <laughs> Elsie, you tease us mm-hmm. so much. Will oh, you no, ever write? Will you ever write anal? Do you think the day will come? <laughs> I know everybody who read Hopeless was like, "Is this yes. the one?" Yes. And I was like, mm, I um, "Probably." You know, Catherine always bugs me. <laughs> she was like, first it's a thumb, then it's you know, yeah. like, what's next?" Like, uh-huh. how do you? What's next? So I don't know. Maybe one day. Okay. It has we'll to fit. The, I feel like it has to really fit the cup, like fit the couple, you right. know. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's probably a couple in this next series that I feel like could. 
could pull it off maybe okay. we'll see okay. I'll I, speaking of. I feel like I just toe the line every time just you know? <laughs> you know? great if I can push it a little further when this episode airs hopeless will be out tomorrow and I yes. know everybody's just like so fucking excited I got so many dms being like oh, I need this right now when I posted that I was oh, reading the art yeah, I'm sure you get. I feel so bad. <laughs> You're like, I'm sorry. When you my firstborn, I'm like, ooh, I don't want any more. Yeah, uh, yeah, you pass, pass, pass. <laughs> yeah. But um, for readers who are really, really excited, or readers who maybe are learning about you for the first time, like, what can yeah. they expect from Hopeless? Can you give us like your elevator pitch when you describe Hopeless to people? Yeah. So, okay, Hopeless is about a military hero um who went missing in action um and was injured and now he's back he's um left the military and is kind of adjusting to civilian life um and really very lost um and confused about kind of like where he fits in the world without the job that he's done for so long um and it's a age gap romance with kind of the girl from the other side of the tracks, um, the, the family in town that is not well liked. They kind of just both realize that they can help each other out and end up in a fake engagement situation. So she needs a little bit of a reputation boost and he needs something that explains to his family why he's never around. Um, and that kind of shows that he's okay when maybe he's not because they're kind of smothering him in a way that mm-hmm. um isn't working for him so they uh embark on this fake relationship and we all know how those go and um yeah it <laughs> starts as close proximity turns into forced proximity because i think every lc silver book is almost forced proximity um but yeah it's like it's a slow burn but also really mm-hmm. like Spice starts earlier in this book for me than I ever have had it start. And yet it's also like a slow, I don't know. It's a, people are like, it's your spiciest book yet. Oh my God, when are they going to bang? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I did here. Yeah. Yeah, You say the spice starts a little bit earlier in, in this one. And I think it was Kendra and I, we were talking before we had finished this book and we're like, oh, it's an Elsie Silverbrook. They're not going to do anything to at least 60%. You know, like that's, <laughs> that's what we were used to. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little bit. I find that so. so interesting that people like, it depends on either when it happens for them to be like, oh, this will be like the spiciest thing you've ever written or like what mm. happens. Like how do you yourself right. quantify it? I, I like count any like sexual encounter. Because for me, like mm-hmm. I, I prefer the sex scenes to have kind of, to like move the plot forward. Right. Um or to change things because if they're too many for me as a reader anyway like just a, again a personal preference if there's too many I get bored or mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like if it happens too early for my preferences I'm like well no more tension yep. and then right. I'm like not invested anymore mm-hmm. um, I want to earn so it I try to balance that mm-hmm. exactly yeah I want it to be what you know like I'm just vibrating with like oh my god just do it already mm-hmm. so I love that I love that feeling yeah that's what keeps me flipping the pages I love non like tradition like uh, I don't want to use the word penetrative but I have to like I like non like sex 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 scenes like where they're both like oh I just like I love that and I just think it's adds so much tension to books and there's moments of that and hopeless that are just like so delicious I agree yeah those are some of my favorite scenes too 
Hopeless is the last oh. book <laughs> in the Chestnut Spring series. Are you sure there are no more eaten children? Yeah. yeah. Secret baby a secret, for Harvey. <laughs> a secret baby, but main character. Yeah. yeah exactly. um, no, there are no more oh. um, okay. eaten. No. Okay. All no. right. All right. But you've mentioned <laughs> but. before that you already started on your next series. Yes. And one of which we may have already briefly met in yes. Chestnut Springs. We have a guess, but okay. can you tease any more? Yeah, it's so the the connection is like and you can read them in any order. It's not going to be in any way connect like over like the time please don't ask me about timelines this <laughs> but, but um yeah so it, it'll be a standalone in a new town um actually the town is rose hill so it's one of the stops that jasper and sloan make on their road trip um so Cute. it's where they play pool yeah uh, it's based Aww. on it's based on the the town that i grew up vacationing in in here in Canada um and the hero is introduced in Hopeless um Mm -hmm. and he is like just my favorite type of hero he's kind of grumpy but like witty and snarky and funny um I am obsessed with him right now because I'm just (laughs) in the book and he will have uh, I think a tie back to Chestnut Springs that everybody will love mm. because it's going to bring a fan favorite out for a little visit and yeah it's going to be it's going to be a fun series. Is it Ford? It's Ford. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's Ford. So love oh my god. Yeah me too. Yay Willa! Oh my god more Willa content. I'm so <laughs> yeah so she swings by for a couple chapters. Um, yeah so. Love her. She's um, so fun to read about. Every time she's, she's in a fun scene, to write. Just, yeah, every time she's in a scene, it's just like instantly like heartless rewrote my brain chemistry. Like, yeah. I- <laughs> all yeah. right, so um, we have a little bit of extra time, and we want to play a game with you. A okay. set it game. We're gonna each oh, take turns reading <laughs> quotes. Um, we made it. We made it a little easy. It's only gonna be Chestnut Springs quotes. Uh, okay. So it narrows down the character pool, and then you can guess out who said it because you wrote these words. So, quick question, <laughs> quick question before we start: Do you reread okay. your own books or like listen to your audiobooks after you send them off? I try to listen to the audiobooks. I find it a little embarrassing yeah. <laughs> to listen to them back. That's so funny. Um, I I feel like a lot of authors have mentioned like I cannot look at my own work. I, I have like tried the furthest I actually I finished one and it was powerless um and I think that's because I just love Teddy Hamilton's voice so much um and CJ Bloom too for that matter mm-hmm. it just was that one just hit right for me um not that the other ones aren't great too I just like I don't know what it was about that one well, I must have been in the right mood for it but yeah yeah, yeah and I mean speaking of just audiobooks Jason Clark for Hopeless mm-hmm. is crazy he's Amazing. so good He's yeah. so good. We're a little bit obsessed yeah. with him. Are you? <laughs> a little. But I mean, so is everybody. Yeah. I, I know. I mean, you think she's going to marry him? No. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. I'll manifest it for you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we're going live on release week, so you'll have to. Or Ooh, we will be after, seated. So oh, yeah, we will be there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. I'll read the right. first. So I have quotes. to guess them. Yeah, oh guess. Well, it's going to be embarrassing. Who's no, that? okay. that's why this is funny. I, I, love I feel it. like I have readers who will know this better than I will. Okay. These are all yeah. our highlighted quotes. Like we looked through our highlights and pulled quotes. So, okay. Okay. and Let's also go. just to be clear, hopeless is in here. It's non-spoiler, obviously. So just okay. just want to let you know that that is also in the running. So, okay. okay, perfect. All right, first one is fuck my life. He calls you princess too. Ugh, unfair. Willa. Correct. <laughs> I'll go next. Okay. Good job. You're one for one so far. I am uh, one for one. If you want to be bitten, I can help you with that. Um, I just imagine like the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music playing in the background or like the Jeopardy <laughs> music or something. Oh my gosh. Is it Theo? Yes. yes! Good job. Okay. Good job. I was like, who okay. is a biter? Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's a little longer, but. Okay. okay. Uh, but I want to make one thing clear. I am not possessive. I am protective and I'll never stop protecting you. I'd hit that fucker again in a heartbeat. If it meant keeping him from you, keeping him from talking to you that way, I swear I can read. <laughs> you didn't say that part. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that one is pretty, that one's pretty. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I love Brett. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next one. It's almost like <laughs> you're the very last person I would ever consult about my life. Uh, winter. Yeah. Yes. Said that to Rob. Yeah. <laughs> what a loser. Winter. I love Mega winter. Mega loser. I feel like I could crumble under the weight of not wanting to disappoint you. I'm paralyzed by my fear of losing you. My sad boy, Jasper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> such a sad boy. He's such a sad boy. <laughs> Sweet boy. Yeah. Uh, Okay, um, she's a breath of fresh air. She's excitement and innocence and a purpose all wrapped up in one. Bo. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm killing yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was going to oh be. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> all right. The next one is, there's something about a man who's so damn good at what he does that holds an appeal for me. Every step is sure, predicted, full of self-confidence. Practice. Sorry. Practice. Full of self-confidence. Um, shit. I I think it's Willa, but it could be Sloan. It's summer. No, it's summer. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, what? Because I was like, is they talk? Are they talking about hockey? And then, anyways, that was when she was watching them. Yeah, yeah. We'll count it. We'll count it. You got it. We'll count it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, this one is a little different. It's two people. Okay, so it's two lines. First one is careful. That one's got claws, and then that's okay. I like having my back scratched. Uh, okay, so Rhett says careful. That one's got claws, and Theo says he likes having his back scratched. I think it's Cade is the one that says. Oh, is it Cade? That one's uh, got claws. Yeah, you got me. Half a point. Half you got the important part. Yeah, you got it. You got the, yeah exactly. You got the important part. <laughs> yes. Okay. Exactly. You have two left, so this is your second to last one. Okay. I run into this problem where she's concerned a lot. The most trivial little details have me obsessing over her. Um, hmm. This is the one that I thought was going to be the hardest when I pulled it. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds like something all of them Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> they're all down so uh, bad. They're all snips, yeah. Um, is it Bo? No. It's Cade. 
It's Kay. Kay. Another grumpy uh, boy. Uh, yeah. Watch TV. <laughs> um, watching her watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Just something super benign. I love yeah. it. All right. The last <laughs> one is I just watched a heartbreak right in front of me and I remember how it feels. Um. Oh my gosh. I feel like I know this scene. Oh, it's Winter talking about Theo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say you won. You did such a good job. You did really good. Good job. Honestly, my memory is not great, so I am impressed with myself. (laughs) That was impressive. People are always like, how old is this character? And I'm like, ooh, I don't know. (laughs) 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 Whatever you want them to be. Except for He's not 40. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wait, last thing. Obviously, I've been begging for a Harvey book, but all of your Bloom books feature a bonus Harvey scene, right? They do, yeah. So he gets his own little, like, his own little mini arc that kind of complements each book at the end. And then by the end of Hopeless, there's a a little happily ever after for Harvey in there, too. I love that. It warmed my heart, like, seeing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that, like, because Flawless and Heartless are out right now, but then it's at the back of Powerless that you kind of start to, like, get the... Mm. Yeah, because that's when those seeds were sprinkled. Yeah. Yeah. I I have to say, too, I haven't... Yesterday, I went to Barnes for the first time in a long time, and so I saw your books there, and that was the first time that I saw them in store, and I was like, oh, my God, I was so excited, and my husband was there with me, and um, he... I mean, he knows, like, the kinds of books I read, but he thinks, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, he thinks he has a talent where he can pick up a book, open up to us, like, just anywhere not with, without looking and that he'll open it up to a spicy scene because he thinks that every single book that I read is it's just like nonstop. yeah exactly <laughs> um although That's this finished. time he picked up heartless and I was like mm, yeah. you have a pretty good chance of fighting something um and he did he did open up to the the very first scene when she comes back from uh, the bar and he's waiting <laughs> for her like, so scene. <laughs> Yeah. It was a hot tub scene, hot tub scene. <laughs> no, no, not the hot tub scene. But, um, the porch scene. Yeah, the hot porch scene. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, there it is. is. Yeah. It's the he's first like, spicy scene. Yeah. yeah. He's like, is this what women like? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. If my boyfriend ever tried to tell me what to do, I'd be like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, my friends. Well, visit our Instagram page and tell us which of Elsie's books is your favorite. Like we said, mm-hmm. we are all reckless girlies, but we are at Bring Your Own Pod. Uh, Hopeless comes out tomorrow, October 13th. Thank you so oh, much for being you. here with us, Elsie. Uh, thanks for having so me. This was fun. so awesome. Yes. Oh, we're so, so excited. Awesome. We can't wait to see the new and series. And thank you for as well. reading. Yeah, yes, I'm excited absolutely. to share more. Yay. I'm super excited. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.